Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Bolo is a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season 15. So let's raise a glass. And start spilling. GNT. Clank. Everyone, welcome back to another RuPaul's Drag Race Podcast with your hosts, Bolo and Dr. Tom. Hi. Bolo, the seasoned, amazing, wow. Well, professed an all-rounder, EGOT winning, you know, <laughs> Tony, a Stephen, a John, all these awards. Well, yeah, yeah. she's even made some up. And Tom, they weren't a- so much awards as they were your Johns. <laughs> and we have Tom, a a, a happy psychiatrist, <laughs> Thank a, you. an informed psychiatrist, try to be, a know. fashionable. Some may say Tom, a fashionable I don't know, psychiatrist. Where we watch live RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, oh, sorry, RuPaul's Drag Race the show, we podcast it live, uh-huh. and then we relay our thoughts unto you. Because why? We care. We, we, we need a life. <laughs> we need a life. Because we're super fans and we yeah, love this show. There it is. We're super fans, as well as being amazing and great professionals. We're super fans of the show, first and foremost. We're back on track this week, yep. so hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you will have not long seen the show. Yes. We are actually up bright and early this morning because Paolo actually said, and I thought this was nice, he really wanted to make up for last week being late. Yes, so well, just to let you know, this, be is, this, is, time. this is the norm. This is the norm. So I've mm-hmm. got my Red Bull, I've had my espresso. You had my, I have had my bagel. I'm ready. Paolo has been out on oh. an early morning caffeine run. I I, I done gone to Asda. <laughs> he went to, to get me some Red Bull. He went to Asda Smith down. Yes, uh, which, I, which can get, be dicey at this time of the morning. I I went through it. I went through the trenches oh, for you, you guys. Really did, okay, you to did. give me my sugar-free Red Bull to wake me up in the morning. Oh, no, has it worked? I don't know. Not all heroes wear capes. No Some wear Udis. <laughs> I do. Yes. I went in my Udi. I mean, there's no one around. Not around. <laughs> um, okay, we know that this is going to be a double snitch. Double snitch. Yeah, we saw the preview last week and we saw a couple of the characters pop up. Looks like there's a Tim Gunn. Yeah. Um, there's, it looks like there's a Virgin Mary. <laughs> so I mean, we'll, we'll find out the, very quickly. I thought I saw a Mona Lisa as well, which isn't the first Mona Lisa, but we'll get into it. Um, I've been looking quickly through the Instagram, which Tom, you know, does a great job at handling. I curate it. Yes. I curate um, it. I yes. created it and you curate it. <laughs> there it is. And I'm loving what you're doing with this whole global all-stars. Well, I, it was really a way of bridging the gap off-season, just sort of keeping some, uh, yeah, some engagement, as they say. And content flowing, yeah, of course. On the, uh, on the Instagram. And so I was thinking, because global all-stars has been announced and we think it's probably going to be, it's probably going to replace Versus the World. It feels a bit like Versus the World was maybe the pilot because as we know, there were short seasons, mm-hmm. small casts, mm-hmm. and it was testing the waters for interest. And we're hoping that global all-stars will include like every franchise, better representation, longer seasons. Absolutely. Um, no criticism of the queens who've been on Versus the World because they've been fantastic. But it's the, from a production point of view, it's been... Low budget, it has. It, they've been short seasons. So I was thinking, like, so if the rules were there's got to be at least one queen from each international franchise, okay. branch of the franchise. And I, just from a personal point of view, no winners and no... Um, all I think, stars. I think winners should be on an all-winners season because that's how you pay them the right respect, I think. Yep. Um, and nobody who's been on an all-stars before because whereas there are, I do love 
seeing seven queens come back again and again. I also think like there are plenty of queens who need a chance, to not, be honest. Not just that. I just feel like if you've done all stars already, that you do have some kind of advantage. I'd rather yeah. you had just been on a main season mm-hmm. and you're coming back for the first time. That, that's what I think too. But you know, then again, I wouldn't be mad about it, about seeing queens who I thought were done dirty, like Coco Montrese or Thorgy Thor. I'd love to see them back again. But having said that, there are so many queens who... Yeah, I mean, this, Tom, we've been through like 30 seasons. There uh-huh. are so many queens that need to choose them. So, no. If you want to go through an all-cars wish list. Yes, I'm going to um, go through country by country. Okay, but no, no, no one that's been on before. And uh, no winners. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so, no one that's been on all-stars is what I mean. So, we're going to start with Italia. What are, can, can we start with the seasons I haven't seen? Oh, first? okay. Okay. Right. So, there is... Full transparency, everybody. There are some seasons of the international branches that Barlow has not seen, but I have. So you can condemn him for that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> go off in the comments and <laughs> DM and, and just really read him. <laughs> just just let him have it. Now you have not really seen Thailand. You sort of no. seen it, but no. I know you'll agree with my choice. Candy's Ironide, who is best known for setting herself oh, on she's, fire. Okay. Yep. If you're not setting yourself on fire, Mama, <laughs> you, you ain't are you doing even drag. Doing drag? <laughs> uh, Candy's Ironide is. An amazing performer, a literal firecracker. Um, uh, she, she's actually, you know, people talk about comeback queens not doing well. Thailand breaks the mold in so many ways because she was a comeback queen, made it to the top three and was a runner up and got wins after coming back. Um, and she's just fantastic, a real amazing performer. Um, Philippines unnominated the, the runner up, Marina, Marina Summers, who um, some people feel, well, she did have the best track record, actually. Pressure, Precious Paula won, and she's fabulous too. But Marina actually had the strongest track record. Spoiler alert for those who haven't oh. seen it. Well, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, France, you've not really seen either. Um, I nominated, again, I guess I've gone for a few runners up, but Soa Demuse was just full package. She was charisma in, incarnate. She won the talent show right at the beginning with this amazing kind of like chanson performance. Um, and she's just a fantastic uh, performer. So let's get on to some that you do know. So Italia? Um, the one that got cooked off for swearing. Oh, Enorma Jean. She was my choice as well. She's just um, charismatic. I thought the way she was treated was really, really unfair. So if anybody's not seen Italia season one, it's hard to unpick, I think, if you're not well-versed with Italian culture, which I'm not, and I had to do a lot of reading around about why exactly she was kicked off, but she blasphemed, basically, and that's a big no-no on Italian TV. And But they did it really unfairly because they, they said her and... Uh, 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 who was the other one? Um, Ava Anger. Um, they, they said that she... They put them both in the bottom two and made them lip-sync, even though they're being disqualified, and they said whoever won would not be disqualified. So it's like, you're either disqualifying somebody or you're not. Isn't it? I don't know. It just felt the rules, Tom. It's very unfair. Change for every single franchise, every single episode. But she was a very powerful performer as well. She was great in the snatch game. She won um, an adverts challenge early on, so she'd be great. Okay. Um, So UK, I said for UK and US, you can have two because they're longer running franchises. Um. Yeah. Well, for the UK, my choice is Davina the Campo. One of mine too. Just, just a, a shoe in, frankly. And Why she's not been on versus the world yet? I do not. Maybe know. Maybe it's because they were saving her for global. That's can, what I'm. That's what I'm hoping. I can only think that. That's what I'm hoping. Because she's just an amazing veteran all rounder. What can't she do? 
Mm-hmm. She can mm-hmm. she can sing in five octaves in twelve languages, doing the splits while upside down. Yeah, in red hair in a silver dress. And my other choice would be, I think I would say. Cheetah Gorgeous. Fantastic choice. She was one of my potential choices. I just thought we've seen her a bit recently, um, but I adore Cheddar, an amazing runner-up in season four. Um, so kind of political and artistic. She's unique. But I actually went for Vinegar Strokes, who I thought was so underrated on season one. Oh, okay. Vinegar Strokes. Vin- oh, the, the wigs. Hodgepodge. I mean, it was bad wig after bad wig. That was iconic. Oh, and she, I live for it. She was... Um, Who, who's got time? Who's got money to be buying this human hair? Exactly. No, mama. I'm using paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> Any material. I'm going to make my wigs, yes. Vinegar had a rough start to the season because the first part of the season was so fashion-based. Yes. And that wasn't her strong suit. But like, had she gone further, I think she would have done fantastically in the season because she's been on the West End. She's funny. She sings. She dances. What was her Snatch Game? She, she never made it to Snatch Game, actually. She, she didn't. Before the Snatch Game. But wasn't she going to do some kind of internet sensation? You. That Jamaican. Was she going to do you? <laughs> um, I, do, I don't I mean, know. is someone going to do us for Snatch Game? Well, <laughs> first of all, what would they even be like? I would just be this really demure. They'd have to play yeah. me very demure. Very Absolutely. like, you know, really, really hot. Um, just, you know. And if they play me, just be like a raging egotist, frankly. You, you sitting there with your your in your suit with your um your legs crossed, your 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 arms on your clipboard and your your your, your half moon glasses just slipping down. Because this is exactly what I wear to work. Every this is what day. we're wearing right now. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. Commitment. I'm in a commitment. And this morning, everybody. a sloth theme duty. So okay. yeah, vinegar I think could be fantastic. Um, so let's trot on to USA. You would say for me, uh, my first choice would be Gigi Good. It would be Gigi Good. Fantastic. I, I think at some point she will come back for All Stars because um, since, obviously she, she won a lot of challenges. She was a very strong competitor. I think since then she's further evolved. Obviously she's transitioned. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, is very much in the fashion world. She's walked for, Mus- well, not walked, but she's in, been in campaigns for Moschino and other brands. Like her and Simone are killing it in the fashion world. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see uh, the evolved Gigi Good, definitely. Yeah. Um, my next choice would be Darian Lake. Amazing. Now, I didn't count Darian because she is rumoured to be on All Stars 8. Um, rumours. I don't listen to their stuff. Tom. No, no. If you... I ain't seen them on my screens, <laughs> if I have not podcasted about them. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Fantastic choice. We've been dying to see Darian for ages. Mm-hmm. Funny, uh, amazing lip syncer. Uh, my choices were Peppermint. I think she's well overdue in All Peppermint. Stars. Peppermint. <laughs> you need, you one. need one. <laughs> she's well overdue in All Stars. Um just a fantastic queen and everybody's the, the thing is everybody wants to kind of like an uh wants every finalist in season nine to have a win now don't they <laughs> um so peppermint would round that out uh, a fantastic activist as well so she'd bring that energy um absolutely and i also thought as a bit of a kind of wild card early out who i think should have gone further rockem sakura really yes really yeah um, hmm. I think I don't even think she. I don't think she should have gone home that episode. No, the, the, her the outfit. Ta- roll the tapes to see what exactly she, we did say. But I recall feeling like at least she did something. Oh, it should have been Aiden Zane. Actually, you know that's what we said. 
I also remember, remember when they came. When, do you remember when they something. came for her for wearing too much tool on their out? Remember that was she's a drag queen, oh, and not only is not only that, it was amazing. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was like Galarian um, uh, no. Panita, wasn't um, it? Well, yes, I just mm. thought that they did her. They did it wrong. They really, really did, um, and a lot of fans would like to see her back. I think. Okay, so for Canada, my choice is Anastasia Anakwe, and I don't need to say any more. We did a whole podcast dedicated to <laughs> what would happen if the judging for season yeah. one Canada Drag Race went fairly. It's the only such podcast that we've done, and I've always wanted to do more of those. Actually, well, it was because we were so pressed with a bad the, the, <laughs> yes. the judging, and we we all know this. The judging for Canada season one was transphobic, homophobic. Yeah. Yeah, straight phobic everything cat phobic it was you know it <laughs> was i mean it was the uh, cat people were done dirty it was global warming it caused in a podcast it caused global in the judging warming. yeah it really yeah. did thank you thank you canada judges <laughs> thank um, you it was really hot irreversible climate damage <laughs> but that's what it is um and we did a whole podcast dedicated to what would have happened had the judging been fair and our winner came to anastasia anakwe yeah had which she- is had she been judged fairly on that first episode and gained that momentum, it would have seen her through to more design challenges and a pageant theme challenge that she would have killed. I will say of everybody that I put on Instagram, she gained the most traction in terms of comments. People would really like to see her back. Yep, yep. And she was very sweet and interacted with it. Actually, Kimora Amor, who is her sister in Canada, was very vocal about kind of like, this bitch needs to be back on our screens. You could have just stopped it very vocal. <laughs> She is very vocal. Girl, she is very vocal. <laughs> and you speak, sister. Yeah. You speak. Let the truth be told. Um, uh, down under, I've got two because I'm cheeky and because I'm allowed to because uh, I'm from there. Yeah, okay, go on. I'll be flexible. It's uh, Queen Kong, obviously. Yeah. Just no doubt about it. Like, Queen, again, activist, uh, representative for a community. Pacifica but, royalty. Oh, oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, performer. Yeah. Just oh, absolutely. Firecracker. Yes, 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 yes. When a queen comes on to the stage at this this late in the game, and not late as in a career, late mm. in the in the series. Mm-hmm. Like after like all these series, when the queen comes on and does something that you've never seen before, yeah, mama, gold. That kind gold. of half axle backflip, yeah, break dancing, barrel turn into like a, a roll. roll yeah. it, was a, it was. I mean, I'm I'm loving for it. I mean, it's combat moves as well. Yeah, just don't get in her way. Oh, she's a warrior princess. She I mean, is, and she showed it. She she walked the runway as a. What was the name of a? I should know this. Nafanui. Nafanua. Nafanua. Um, and then my other one would be um, because. Because I'm allowed to, and mm-hmm. I have favourites. It'll yeah. be Mini Cooper. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'd adore be, seeing Mini Buck. If you want good TV, Mini Cooper. You also, but talent, you know. Exactly. Um, ex- veteran. Veteran of the industry. Um, I will say, of my choices, that there's a nice kind of like organic diversity to them I found just by going for talent and for people that talent. I love. Talent. Talent. Um, but also, the one prejudice I have is, I think, in this roster, is I skew older. I have very few young queens. That's true, because I was going to say, and uh, I, I did say Gigi Good for you, is say I would <clears> swap <throat> her out for another queen. Who? So instead of Gigi Good and um, Darian Lake, my choice would be Darian Lake and Kelly Mantle. Kelly, fantastic choice. Sorry, Gigi. No, Kelly would be amazing, though. Oh, mama. It was terrible. <laughs> it's trying to drown me in the ocean. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why don't they just bring Vivacious and Ke- uh, Kelly to right. interact again? Yeah, and, and let's recreate, recreate the scene. scene. Yeah. I mean, the footage is there. Can they just play it? Absolutely. Just start every episode with that footage. Um, España, I would choose Color Queen. Snap. Yeah. There are tons of fabulous um, España queens. I thought about Estrella. I thought about um, uh, lots of other queens. But um, Killer Queen just sort of... Uh, came to the top for me, Killer Queen, because I don't think that they thought Killer Queen was going to be as good as she was. Yeah, and I don't it. think that they paid her her dues. Yep, the judging is generally pretty fair on Espana. We've always mm. found, however, she was underrated and had a rising underdog, but she could do all. The key thing with her, I think, and her track record is she won that combined snatch game and ball episode, just mm. all in one episode. Yeah, yes, so, so yes. she was very, very good. I also thought about Benedita von Dash as well. She was fabulous. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but I still go with Killer Queen. Me too. Lastly, we've got Holland, and you'll agree, you, you'll definitely agree with me on this one mm-hmm. because this was weird um, how this queen left. It was, it was silly, and they definitely could have gone on to potentially win the series. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to say three, two, one, Keita Minaj. Minaj. Yeah. It was like the reason Holland has been cancelled is because of Keita Minaj's exit, basically. There it is. There was just so many production shenanigans in the second season, which basically boiled down to, unfortunately, um, queens that Fred had a personal relationship with being pushed. Yeah. Um, Amazing queens, all the same, like Countess and uh, Vivaldi. Um, But there was the whole bit where Vivaldi really should have been disqualified Mm. for having a phone. And... I think, was it that? No, the next episode, Keita Minaj, who has the objectively the best track record, went home. I mean, it was weird. It was very weird. It was very, very strange. I also thought about Sedergine. I was at a soft spot for her. I know. Chelsea Boy as well. Yeah. She was great. Um, some great queens in Holland, but uh, Keita Minaj just like objectively went too soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I look. That's global. That's our global wish list for all stars, and it's, we're definitely coming up this year. I think the way yeah. that they're rolling these things out. Now let's get onto this episode, okay? We're gonna let's pay our sights, push our sights, mm. put our attention to season fifteen, episode four. We know it's gonna be a double snatch game. It's not coming up. And um, I, I think. Well, let's have a quick discussion, and then I think we should get into it because we've got a lot of. I mean, we've got a lot of queens to go through. I, one thing I'm anticipating is a real squash here because everybody's been complaining about these 40 minute episodes to make way for whatever the real queens of WeHo, or whatever it's called, the real friends, <laughs> the, the real facts of WeHo. <laughs> Tom, I could say that I am Tom, one. <laughs> please, the real. F- Queer people of WeHo. <laughs> Fag queer friends of Oh, that was such a good joke. That should have saved Poppy, but we'll leave that behind. Um, yeah, but I don't know how we're going to see 14 girls actually shine in a Snatch game. In this, I, I literally think some girls will not get a single line or answer. It's, it's just going to be like real cut. Like cut, 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 cut. Cut, 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 cut. Ow. Cut, 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 cut. Shabam. But it is, I think they're going to cut it quite quite fast you're not mm-hmm. gonna really we're not gonna be able to get into the characters mm-hmm. because it's just gonna be very short very fast and yeah. i think it's about time they got an audience for the fully agree game. fully agree i think they definitely i mean covid's kind of done now like 
Not that they've ever done it. They've never had an audience. But if they really want to see something better come out of these queens, mm-hmm. I think they need more than uh, Rue's silence and Rue's fake laughter yeah. to, to, you know, to kind of manipulate them into feeling they're doing well or not. Because the feedback that you get from a live audience, not just the feedback, but... Let's, let's go with feedback first. When you tell a joke to an audience, you know straight away if it hits. Mm. You know straight away if it lands. And you know straight away if it bombs. And so then you know how to change up your material accordingly. You know, mm-hmm. oh, this is good. Um, when I go off that kind of joke or that kind of vibe I'm giving mm. and kind of build on it. So you kind of get the immediate feedback, which is great. But not only that, the audience provides an energy yeah, totally, to totally. They provide an energy mm. to you, and it also can help you get into a char- get into yeah. your own character, because you're not, you know, you're not, you're not just performing. You're not trying to be funny to a camera and to mm-hmm. report. You, you're trying to be funny to a crowd, and a crowd kind of makes you feel like you're performing. Yeah, not not that you should ever rely on the energy of a crowd. But it helps. Yeah, and we've seen queens before. Just you can see that their first joke doesn't land, and they never recover. There it is. And it's not like they don't have any other jokes. It's just they fail to deliver them with conviction. After that, I think you make a really good point there. I'd love to see a live audience in Snatch Game. Mm. So, who do we think? Just before we get into watching the Snatch Game, yeah, who do we think is going to do well? Well, you know what? I think if they were still here, Irene and Poppy would do well. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we'll move on from that. Yeah, Except I'm not moving on, clearly. I'm yeah, clearly Tom, you stuck on get that. Get over it, for God's sake. Um, I just feel like probably Marsha, Lucy. Um, I think... I just feel like Mistress, if she got into the right character, would be good. She's got like the sense of charisma. For me, it's still too early for me to get a real vibe of these queens. It's a huge cast. I am expecting Selena to do well. Yeah. Only because yes. Selena is a camp comedy queen, I think. Yeah. Is that how she. Yeah, she's a camp queen. Comedy queen, isn't she? <laughs> if you look at her runway, she's definitely a camp yeah. queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, she, is she saying that just so like, no, we don't read her runway? Yeah, I mean, I jest, but she she is. She's very funny. We thought she should have been high last week, actually. And we did also say, oh, it doesn't bode well if she's not being recognised for that. Yes. Um, but um, no, I would expect Selena to do well. The thing for me about Selena is that she is so like camp and funny and out there and mm-hmm. boisterous. But she can get dark quite quickly. Yeah. Do you agree with me? Like, there's, there's moments where she, she she gets quite dark slash angry, and like for most <laughs> comedy camp queens, that's that's usually not the case. Can you think of a like like Trixie, and then I think Jinx Monsoon, and who and else is a camp Trixie, comedy? I mean, she's. I think her humor is amazing and quite sophisticated, really, at times. But she. She's got a darkness about her, Trixie. No, no, but not the same as Selena. Like Selena, what, I think what I'm getting from you is Selena. She's had these moments of face crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Um, it makes me more intrigued about her personality. I really want to see. Well, I, I, I want to know what her personality is because I, she can perform. She's mm-hmm. a great performer when it comes to being camp and being mm-hmm. comedy. But then there's times in, in in the workroom where she's she's quite mean. Which I, which I love. I mean, let's I mean, be shady. honest. What? Yeah, yeah. Shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A shady drag queen. Gay gas. Gay gas. Gay gas. Did I say Lucy? Um, I'd expect Lucy to do well this week. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Clearly, I'm just bogging on about her. <laughs> I, I do want to know more about Selena. I think there's, there's a complex character there. Question. How do you think Sugar... Tell me how you feel about me. <laughs> about my own. About my own. So, <laughs> how do you think Sugar and Spice will do this week? 
I think that they're just so confident. Um, and them and 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 this format where there isn't an audience and there's just the camera, I think yeah. that they'll thrive with it because this is their bread and butter. Oh, Anitra. I, I don't think believe Anitra. they eat bread. I don't I, think I think they're off carbs, but this is their bread and butter. <laughs> I think Anitra will be good. Okay. I just what I think about Sugar and Spice is they've been good in scripted comedy so far. Not sure personally if I've seen enough wit from them to be good at improv. Who was our witty queen? Um, Marsha Anitra. Marsha? I feel like she has been. Oh. Am I just fangirling over her or something? I, I'm... I think it's... I think... Isn't she like a dancer? I thought she's been quite kind of funny. Maybe I'm just thinking that she has like funny concepts like the... um, I've always felt like dancers... You know, when, when they're actual trained a dancer, mm. I think that that kind of holds them back with breaking free in terms of something like the Snatch Game when you have to improv because when you're a dancer, everything is right and wrong. Mm. My legs turned out wrong. No, that's a sickle. No, 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 you didn't point your toes. No, you didn't tinge your core. No, that, everything, mm. your lines are wrong. Your lines are wrong. That step was wrong. And, and everything in your life is about, you know, correcting yourself and self-correction and not really letting go only in improv depending on what kind of that you're doing well, but then okay and this is like we've seen queens like okay let's talk about brooklyn heights and her celine dion is brooklyn brooklyn uh, brooklyn my hair um poutine <laughs> i mean come on girl <laughs> that was in the workroom and so i rewatched that not long ago and Rue was like uh celine what would you serve me for dinner uh, uh, poutine. It is a French Canadian delicacy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I still don't have a, f- a great idea of these queens, and there's a snatch game done really early. I'm gonna have to watch it and then kind of get a bit more about these queens um, as I'm viewing. Can I revise my opinion slightly? Because I was just thinking, hmm, what's the best example of wit so far? Probably confessionals and that kind of thing. Sasha is actually funny i've been saying it all along she's a funny girl um and mistress comes up with like fun observations and stuff yeah um <laughs> I, I i know i'm bogging on about it but some of the f- i mean irene was a really funny confessionals queen tom she's gone i know but let it go girl let me be let me <laughs> let me be me <laughs> maybe she's coming back we don't know mm. all right shall we have a look Okay, so let's get into the first batch of the Snatch Game. Yes, okay? indeed. So we've seen the fr- we've seen part one. We'll call them Team One, and that uh, includes Anitra as Georgina Ramsey, who was <laughs> Gordon so Ramsay's sister. We got Selena Estides, who is the Virgin Mary. Uh-huh. We got Lux Noir, who is Amanda Lepore. Mm-hmm. Malaysia baby doll fox as Saucy Santana. We just saw this, didn't we? Jada Shada Hudson. Jada Shada Hudson. Just to mention as well, Tracy the Tuck has done Amanda Laporte in her first ever Snatch Game. That's correct. On season nine. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is Tim Young. Don't bore me now. What do you call him, Tim Young? Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn. <laughs> Tim <laughs> Young. There's a typo there. Yeah. <laughs> Mistress is about Brooks as Rosie O'Donnell. And we've got Robin Fierce as her housewife, Karen Huger. Now... Mm-hmm. Let's just just throw your thoughts at me. Um, who, who stood out here? I laughed most at Marsha. Yes. I really enjoyed her Tim Gunn. I thought um, the mannerisms were spot on, the voice was spot on, and she volleyed a lot. The other person who... Okay, you, you've given her the standout, sorry. You no, can. I agree, I agree. Um, Marsha, 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 and 
Mistress. Yeah, Mistress is my other one. Mistress is really good at her volleying and improv. Girl, she she is a sports girl. She was like, <laughs> yes, she, yeah. it wasn't even her turn. And she was playing. Yeah, she was, and she was very enthusiastic. She was very confident. She was. She really embraced the essence of the snatch game. She's a smart girl. She knows that it's not just enough to be a, a good character on your own. You really score points if you volley with Rue and you volley with the other contestants. I think she she went for everyone. She did no one was safe. She, she done come for everyone. And her makeup illusion is good, actually. I'm looking at the screen and seeing her Rosie O'Donnell, and I'm seeing Rosie O'Donnell. So for me, the winner in, in this round, the top, there were only a top two, and the top two was a Mistress and Tim Young. Tim Young had the mannerisms. Why you fla- Tim Young? I said Tim Gunn. You keep saying Tim Young. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Tim Gunn. The mannerisms, the flamboyancy mm. of it all, the gestures, and even yeah. the answers were quite clever. They were. Um, so Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was amazing, I amazing, said she had amazing. Something about her. So did I. Um, <laughs> rewind the tapes. I was like, there's something about Marsha that just really gives me comedy vibes <laughs> I, i'm sure i said that um and mistress i think you said mistress as well they're earlier. my top two very yeah. easily no and, and before we saw the snatch game you said you said something just, about mistress was she's funny and confessional she's got a sense of weight and observation about her proportionizing <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. and she's quite naturally charismatic as well so mistress did really 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 good job yeah um did anyone sh- uh, let me talk about who i thought struggled Everyone else. <laughs> everyone else. I don't think everyone else. I can see a couple of people being safe. Okay. Um, Shall I say who they are? You want to say Amanda Lepore? I'm going to say Lux and Anitra are at least safe. Okay. Um, Lux, I thought, had really good characterization as Amanda Lepore. Amanda does this like laconic bimbo thing that she's just so well known for. And I think she conveyed that well. She's even used prosthetics on her cheeks. Can you see? I can see. I think yeah. she's created the illusion very well. I didn't, Beautifully. I didn't I really get much humour, though. There were a few jokes in there. I mean, she managed to fit. My hair looks fierce in there. But what I've mainly put is that her mannerisms are spot on. Yeah, but, but where were the jokes? I guess her opening line of, like, she didn't answer. So I'm sorry, I was answering with my other lips. Okay. That was, that was pretty funny. That was, that was a joke. Okay. Yeah. One joke and you're like, oh, she's safe. In this round, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think an- Anitra. I love Anitra. I, I love Anitra. I just, I don't don't think she was going anywhere with anything. Um, but I mm-hmm. love Anitra, mm-hmm. and so I'm happy that you want to keep her safe. But let's be real. If this was the actual snatch game, they wouldn't have got the laughs that they got. This was analogous to um Kim Chi's Kimmy Jong Un. Mm. I don't know. That's this- why I keep thinking Tim Yun, because I keep thinking Jimmy Chum, um, Kimchi. Kimchi. Okay. Uh, okay. Not sure about that kind of mental leap, but okay. But I guess what I think at this point is like, you don't have to do a femme version of a male character anymore. Ever since Little Richard by Kennedy, you just don't have to do that. So she could have just been Gordon Ramsay. Mm hmm. Um, I think I, I laughed at her accent because it was so ridiculous. It was mm-hmm. just silly, mm-hmm. her, her attempt at a British accent. But, but she but, knew but, that. That was the joke. The question is, was it better than, um, I love this drinks, her accent oh. of um, Amy Winehouse? <laughs> no, that was Yara who did Yara. Amy. Was it better than Yara's English accent? It was up there. <laughs> May I have a glass of water? water? <laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> Love. Um, 
gorgeous. Um, so, and there were a couple of jokes in there. She, she was making real laugh, which is why I know she's safe. I was amused by the accent. Don't know what the glass of wine was about. Gordon Ramsay's not a drunk. Well, that's not Gordon Ramsay. It's Georgina. Maybe she is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, you know, Beyonce's not on drugs, but... Um, Saucy Santana, who was Malaysian. Malaysian didn't get much airtime. And yeah. the thing is, like a lot of the times, this is the second time someone's, and I, this is what I believe, they choose Saucy Santana because A, they can create the look illusion. Which she's done beautifully. Yeah, but then when all you've got is material girl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. material girl, I mean, where <laughs> do you go from there? It's just, I don't know, it's a bit of a, I didn't, the character didn't go anywhere. I learned did, nothing did, about the character. I don't think there was anything funny. And and I don't think... I think Malaysia is funny. I just think is. that the character was just wrongfully chosen for her to play in the Snatch game. Agree. Did she even say material girl? I heard girl. I've written zero anything for Malaysia. She yeah, there was... I was very... Yeah. Either she said some funny things that didn't make it to air, or there wasn't enough material there. Material girl. Yeah, there wasn't enough material. material girl. girl, there wasn't <laughs> enough material. Girl. Um, love Malaysia, but she had no airtime. Yeah. Um, Robin... I, got, I just thought her energy was subdued. No. There well, are, the thing is, the, the energy was supposed to be like classy. She is not classy because she is, <laughs> she is not. not. <laughs> uh, I think it was, was, was supposed to be like demure, but it was demure in the sense of that um, I'm on a reality TV show and the, the screen's on me all the time and it picks up my little snide comment and like mm, my, little, mm. my little features. But you, you can't play demure small when you're amongst a group of drag queens because it's yeah. not gonna play you gotta go big haven't you, you gotta, gotta go you gotta, for like there it is like a camp version of demure like alexis carrington dynasty style you know diane carroll kind of just over the top kind of i'm a classy sophisticated lady but this is camp that kind of thing it has, it has to be a bit louder her energy was demure, and I felt, I felt like she was reading off her biography at one point. She was like, did you know I grew up on a farm? <laughs> With the hammocks thing. She was like, I may, because she's apparently, and I got that, for, I, I don't know this lady, but she's real high, housewives of Potomac, apparently. From what I'm she surprised she knew what a hammock was. Well, that's the thing. And then that, that was the joke when she said, I grew up on a farm, but it felt like a, she was reading off her Wikipedia page, mm. you know? Yeah. From... 2003 to 2005, mm-hmm. I was eating ham hock <laughs> daily. It was my main source of protein. Uh, and last but not least, what did you think of Selena's titties? I think Selena's titties is loud. <laughs> and I really think loud. that um, when I say loud, I think that her character, Mary, was loud in the sense that I was getting a lot of noise coming from her, but I wasn't getting a lot of... Um, a lot of anything, really. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and that's just Estetti's character. It was it was very loud. I think she went for the whole "Oh, Virgin Mary, um, I'm a virgin, but I'm from the hood." In that a way, was the and I'm like, yeah. I loved her first joke. I continued since the, the last. That was up, funny. Um, that was, uh, that good. was really good. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't there. I know. <laughs> the last up, I know. I did think like, <laughs> yeah. even I know that. Yeah, I was like, you weren't there, but okay, Gork, um, <laughs> go off, and then it kind of just. And then she, she tried to play the whole, oh, I'm pregnant, and and, and it, 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 it didn't land. The character didn't land for me, mm-hmm. for me. For you. I guess, again, this is dependent on the edit, because I think when they do Snatch Game, they get an hour or more's footage, and it's condensed down. 
the way it was edited, it felt like she escalated really quickly to like hysterical pregnant woman didn't know I was pregnant kind mm. of thing. Um, and that just felt, it felt a little bit um, uh, snooky goes mush mush. Do you know what? Yeah. Why did I get when I was watching that? Yeah. I kind of got that same vibe, mm. which is why I see it loud, not loud, like volume loud, yes, but loud as in there are a lot of things being said, but I wasn't really giving much. And I kind of thought mm. that this would be her bread and butter. I, and this is kind of the same character that I've seen her, like, this is basically her character from the last episode. Um, mm, from the playing a song. Great in that context, kind of like that. and she should have had far more praise for a performance last episode. I it would have been nice to see like an actual the, the way that um, Cheddar Gorgeous played. Uh, was it Queen Mary? Was yeah, it Queen Elizabeth? Queen Elizabeth. First. How she like she was playing her like mm-hmm. naughty, but kind of keeping it very classy. Yeah, yeah. And I thought if she played because the, the contrast of the two creates the humor uh-huh. and i felt like if mary was a slut but secret but she's an actor i think that would have been a bit more i don't know i don't know i think I she think she she made a choice she went with it she went with it I, I commend her for a commitment to the character um i do think the edit created a sense that she escalated too quickly um but yeah in in she kind of wasn't making Rue laugh and I laughed at first, but she lost me a bit towards the end. Like I do think that last supper joke, though historically inaccurate, was funny. Yeah. yeah. I think when queens tend to get loud and brash, they're getting a bit desperate. I do think though, if you're going for something, as long as it's not like completely disruptive and off the wall, I think you deserve props for trying something rather than doing nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. So you got to give her that. Yeah. Shall we watch group number two? Yes. Now, this is part two of the cast, which includes, I want to say it quite quickly, Amethyst is the tan mob. You got Aura Maiori as um, Bretman Rock, mm-hmm. who was a um, internet sensation. Yeah, yeah, he's a YouTube star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Jax, who's Mona Lisa. Lucy yeah. as Joan Rivers. Yes. Sasha Colby as Jan Crouch. We've mm-hmm. got Spicy, who's Miley Cyrus, and Sugar, who's Trish <laughs> Spicy and sugary. <laughs> Spicy and sugar. Um, cool. So should we do it like we did last time? Who? Yeah. Who's I won? mean, there's a clear winner. Let's say their drag name. Three. Their drag two, name on three, two, okay. one. Three, two, one. Lucy. Lucy Laduca. She was amazing. I think she's won this. There's no way she's not winning. Period. Of the two, she was the best. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, obviously, we've seen jo- a very, very good Joan Rivers before from Jimbo, who won the Snatch Game on Canada Season 1. Mm-hmm. This was up. I was like, oh, is she going to match up to that? But she did. Uh, she was amazing. The way that she came for the pit crew guy. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, you said this. Um, Tom said this. Go on. He goes, Go on, expose the, me. The pit crew is um, the contestants uh-huh. would you say yeah 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 tom says do we really want to hear them talk <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people are just good just standing there looking beautiful <laughs> exactly hey. do what your best at. and when they speak it's like shh, well, shh. don't you actually think- finger to the lips <laughs> shh. no 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 <laughs> don't you actually think though that they should have genuinely really funny people i mean i don't know the pit crew like that but like, don't you think they should have like really genuinely funny people who are going to give funny answers? Because it sets the girls up Good looking up well. people can be funny too. God doesn't give with both hands. 
And it shows. It shows. I mean, I love the. Uh, I don't know the name of the redhead. He's Bryce. The, Bryce is a rocket scientist, and the way that Lucy, <laughs> as Joan Rivers, came for him, was great. Lucy had an answer for everything, and the answers were funny. I like. She genuinely made me laugh. She had more than an answer. She had a comedy monologue. Yeah. For every single one. Oh. She segued seamlessly. I mean, obviously, she's been doing... Seamless. 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 Obviously, she's, she says she's been doing Joan for years and it shows. She just had gag after gag after gag that she slips, that, you know, that my ex-husband jokes, the plastic surgery jokes. What part of me do you find sick? said, rather not find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your favourite position? The neighbour's house. <laughs> He's you know, fantastic. I, after the weight loss, I saw him put mayonnaise and an S. So good. I mean, she came ready. The mannerisms are also flawless as well. She had the voice down and yes. the little gesticulations. She was she was channeling Joan and Lucy Laduca has won the snatch game. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yep. Who else did well in this cast in Group Two? It's it was actually one of those where we had one shining star. Mm-hmm. Some who I think will be safe and some struggle bus. Okay. Um, so shall I say who I think we're, we're like good and we'll be safe? Yeah. Um, Sasha didn't get a lot of airtime, but what she said was funny. She got one question, I think. One question, but also her intro was funny, where she started blessing Joan and they interacted really, really well. Oh, it burns, it burns. Either they're protecting Sasha with this edit, mm-hmm. or um, she was just so safe um, that they were like, okay, there's no point giving her the airtime. She, she's fine. She's sorted. I, I think they were given all the airtime justifiably to Lucy. Because she was just gag after gag. I I did like her uh, answer about Ross, that he's a sodomite. That was mm. funny and well delivered. I'm not very familiar with Jan Crouch. I just know that she's a televangelist. Not been done before, but Adore would have done her Oh, for um, All Stars 2. Okay. I think Amethyst is tan mama's safe. I loved, I mean, it was a character that she kind of kept consistent in throughout. I thought she was really with good. With the facial show. I thought she was good. She's giving me character. She's giving yeah. me face. Like she had answers. There was nothing awkward about her answers. I think she was committed to the character. Yeah. And I thought it was good. I thought I thought it was good. I thought she was fab actually. In another Snatch game, she would have shone a bit brighter if, if there hadn't been, you know, the burning hot sun of Lucy in the top corner there. Mm. But all of her answers were funny. Her characterization was like Tan Mom, like obviously she was a media personality, wasn't she? Who Didn't she take her daughter to a tanning salon? On. Isn't that what the, all the controversy was about? Which is I've obviously appalling of, and child abuse. Never heard of a tan mom. And I remember it being a thing. Uh, and then she had like people took interest in her, and I, th- I think she just she's portraying her as like this slightly rough, slightly rough Jersey lady, isn't she? Um, and I think she did a great job. I think I'm assist. Uh, I'm assist. I'm assist. Emma. Emma. Aosis. 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 Um, no, um, so she was uh, she was really good, and she might even be high. Okay. It just depends um, of the two sets. I thought she was really good. No, Jax wasn't. I wasn't getting anything from Jax. Jax at least gave us a couple of jokes. So in her answer with the Mona Lisa smile, she did the funny tongue sticking out. Which, Is that funny? I thought it was funny. Okay. Is it, do you think it's funny because they laughed? Or do you think it's funny because you have your own opinions of humour? Do you know my own mind, actually? <laughs> if you must know. Um, um, I mean... I don't think she was the worst. I don't think she was the worst. Oh, we can get to the worst now. <laughs> also, just to mention, done before by um, Ugacio Crocente mm. on um, season one of España. So we've seen Mona Lisa before. Tough gig, Mona Lisa, I think. I don't think there are that many places to go with the jokes. Sugar, spice, and Ori, aura. 
I discuss. I I mean, I mean, I think the the bottom three are right are in this are in this team. Everybody in the team can count themselves safe. Uh, let's start with who I think is definitely in the bottom. Spice. Yeah. So I think I kind of not to blow my own trumpet. I think I kind of got it right earlier when I said that these girls are good with scripted items, but just don't have the experience. I think there was improv. I think you're correct. I think they did have a scripted moment when they were doing their back and forth banter. I think that was I agree. scripted. And I, I actually that. liked that part. That was their best bit. That was their best bit because I, I was hearing things like they're going back and forth and it has been never was. I was just like, okay, cool. <laughs> They've done this before. Yeah. This is scripted. But everything else was a bit like, I mean, it was to the point where it was awkward. Like for Spice, it was awkward. First of all, where is the voice? I mean, Miley Cyrus has a husky voice and I would have thought yeah. that she, she like she smokes 20 mile per day. There it is. Um, and also she was playing her like really, really like dootsy and kooky and like wooky and with the, the, you know, with the saw thing, the hammer and like, oh, ooh, I was just like. That, that bit, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Spice, but that bit made me cringe. It, it was cringe. Um, it was, what it reminded me of, yeah, is, you know, when um, like a little child's in front of the camera and they're just trying to do something funny. Mm. Uh, but you know children they just go with something that they think is funny and don't have a sense you know they just think oh this is funny and they do it until somebody laughs even if nobody laughs but you just laugh to pacify them it was very that or to make it stop (laughs) yeah it was very that um it was the the the, the level of the humor unfortunately was quite infantile i'm so sorry spice i don't mean to be mean but i but you know this girl but i think that that is the humor i think their whole like acting like a baby, kind of like a, a young child. That, okay. I think that is their thing. But it plays to 12-year-olds on TikTok, which is their fan base. First of all, if you're not allowed to have a TikTok when you're 12, I think social media is... Why is it full of children then? It's, it's, I'm not on TikTok. I don't know these things really. I just get the impression it's for very young people. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that is their thing that they do together. They just like act like little kids. The and, accent, I, and, and it's yeah. worked for millions of their followers. Yeah. I, I I think that the viewers of the show aren't necessarily going to always be that so demographic. I guess that's, that's the way of looking at it. You can't knock their success. They're amazing on TikTok, but their humor did not translate to this situation. Yeah. It's for another setting. And yeah. So, I mean, Sugar wasn't as cringy. I think True. Sugar wasn't cringy. I just think Sugar wasn't fun funny. Um and and that's the difference. That it wasn't cringe. So sugar for me was, yeah. I mean, it was still, yeah. Is it going to be the sugar versus spice lip sync that they've well, been? I don't know been, because they're asking for it. They're or, dying, dying for, for it. it. Ori was just as um, cringe actually. Or a struggle. When she, when she decided to sing, grok. Uh, I've just written um, that song was amazing in my notes. Uh, I was like. Like and sometimes the answers were like it's not an it's not a Q and A girl. Give something back. Like it's not an evening with Bratman Rock. You know what I mean? It's not an interview, hun. <laughs> the awkward song and the thing is she is known for saying bitch, bitch, and I felt like there were times she was trying to force bitch when they yeah. didn't have a place in the answer. Mm. I just it was it was it was quite it was awkward. The bottom three definitely is Sugar Spice and Ori. I don't need to see. I don't need to say any more than that. The winner is in this cast group two. The bottom three are in this too. And if they want the Sugar and Spice showdown, now 
now's the time to do it. But then let's be honest. I think that the bottom two would be Ori. Aura. Aura Mayari and Spice. I'm just looking at the other group. I don't think there's anybody in that group who you no. could justify putting in the bottom two when we've just seen this. Maybe, I mean, maybe Robin. Maybe Robin. Robin, she was. She just didn't have energy and laughs, but she didn't make me actually. And maybe Malaysia. Mm, and maybe Estudies. We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk fashion. So we've looked at the runway. The category is beautiful nightmare. I like this as a category. It's very open to interpretation, but I want to see a bit of ooky, spooky. And we got Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What do you think? Marsha is giving me uh, like a femme version of the dentist from Little Shop of Horrors, Steve Martin. Okay. Are you getting that? Um, this is fun. I guess, you know, she's got the dentist smock. The pastel leggings are cute. She's got the mouth guard and stuff. Yeah, cute. Um Lux is giving us a different side to her. I'm really enjoying this kind of... The, the makeup is great. She's giving me thriller video. Um, she's giving me zombie realness. She's got this whole storyline about having been thrown in the Hudson River. Um, yeah, great. I think I think she, it's, a, it's a simple outfit, but mm-hmm. she's performed it well and the makeup is, is fabulous. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Um, so Malaysia, <laughs> Malaysia, I, I love this look. It's so beautiful. It's very Vegas showgirl, very Ziegfeld Follies. Um, it's a very beautiful showgirl gown. And I think for it to fit the category, she's given herself outrageous makeup. I was going to say yeah. that. That is a lovely gown. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Look at all the stoning, those ostrich feathers. Do, do you know what sequence. she could have done? She could have actually like thrown some of the, the dark makeup. She could have like, you know, splattered some on the outfit, but she's like, I'm not ruining my exactly. outfit. Exactly. You're going to ruin that <laughs> yeah. beautiful she's gown. Like, I'm not ruining this outfit. Yeah. Um, this is telling me that Malaysia is through and through a gorgeous pageant girl. She doesn't really do ooky spooky, but she's done her best to fit the category here. Yeah. I mean, I, I do love this outfit and I agree with everything you said. Thank you. We've got Mistress. So Mistress comes out with this spidery storyline. Um, the cage panniers give me a very Alexander McQueen 2013 vibe, that kind of beekeeper um, collection by Sarah Burton. Um, spooky makeup, big hair. Um the tatters of tool and stuff. I think she fits the category. I think it's an interesting outfit. I'm always a fan of a cage pannier. Um, what do you think about the execution of the cage? The caged look? I guess, I, you know, if I'm being super duper honest and because you've asked the question, um, I've seen it done a little bit more um, professionally, I guess, before. Um, but, you know, we're on a budget and she's put together a fun look. Mm. I love the Bride of Frankenstein here. Yes, very, yeah. very fun. I, I like yeah. the look. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not as polished as I've seen her in the last couple of weeks. I would agree all. with that. But I think she's stepping outside of her comfort zone mm. because she's a pageant girl and a fashion girl. And I just think, you know, prop to your mama. You can also get away with it because it's a beautiful nightmare. So it doesn't have to be so mm-hmm. put together. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, this is her showing she's vulnerability take, she's, by like not being perfect. She's taking a risk. She's taking a risk. Oh, Anitra. Anitra is slinking down the runway in a very fun um, PVC item. Looks like something by Venus po- Prototype or a creator like that. Um, very gorgeous. What are the fingers giving me? Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Mm. Um, or Lady Deathstrike from X-Men. That's it. Lady, Lady Deathstrike. Mm. Um, so, yeah, 
I like the the kind of spookier makeup that she's gone for. Um, she her figure looks stunning. Oh right, this is clinging to every bit. And you know, it's a very unforgiving fabric, so it just shows you how beautifully she pads and stuff. It's it's a, it's a stunning look. It's mm. a very stunning look. Next up, we've got Selena Estes. <laughs> and she's really going for it the way she throws herself out and throwing away. So to me, this is a riff off Buffalo Bill's woman suit from Silence of the Lambs. You know, and Buffalo Bill was skinning women to make his own woman suit. Oh. You, you've seen Silence of the Lambs, with uh, me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that that's what I think she's going for here. Um, and, you know, the, again, she's gone for kind of zombie makeup and stuff. Very different for her. Love that huge white hair. Uh, I think this is fun. This is really, really fun. I enjoy this look. The character, the performance is a yes for mm. me. If you got us, if you caught a still of this outfit, mm-hmm. would it still be fashion without seeing I, the, I the would performance she, on the runway? Yeah, because she's still telling a story with the... Sure, it's not the most fashionable. But in a still, I see it in a still the, photo. The, the still is telling me a story. It looks like a stitched together skin dress. Okay. Like, what about that is not telling you a story? doesn't look like skin but go on. you don't off. really like horror movies no they're scary and <laughs> uh, next we've got robin fierce she's coming out in quite a classic dior new look silhouette isn't she it's very 50s dior um the dress itself is quite lovely um i think the spider auditions are an afterthought um i just wish they were bigger mm. do you know what i mean i wish the spider legs were bigger um it it doesn't you're right. I felt like she had a dress and she put something over it. I, I think that's exactly what she's done. Um, the dress itself is really pretty and she looks really pretty. Like that updo on her. Um, again, you know, the girls don't have an infinite budget. Sometimes they've got to take something they've got and make it fit a theme. And I mm. think that's what she's done. Mm. Um, she's telling me this Spider Woman seductress story. Um, I, I think the dress itself is really pretty. I, I almost wish the legs weren't on it. Or the legs were on like a back piece or something. Because I feel like the dress is so pretty, the the the, the legs like ruin the lines. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite look. Uh, next up, we got Lucy Laduca. This is cool. So she's giving us femme Jason Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth. I like how she's kind of got the broken mask as a fascinator, so you can still see her murk. She's got this distressed kind of denimy gown. Um, I think that's really cool. I think it's a really good way of doing like a femme take on a horror icon. Mm. Yeah. What about Sasha Colby? I mean, gorgeous, isn't yes. she? Yes. Very Tim Burton kind of corpse bride. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love the the makeup. I always love a witchy poo moment as well. You know, it's taking me back to 2019 when like there's just a bunch of witches on the catwalk. Um, but this is a very sexy take on it. That body. Oh, girl. Girl, Sasha. I always love a fish tail gown as well. She looks beautiful. Now we've got Jax. So Jax is serving Voldemort realness, isn't she? Um, there's a, a Medusa storyline with the uh, the kind of petrified head. Um, um, also, the dress reminds me of something Queen Kong wore. Not that she'd have known that. The Nafanua one? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? Um, I think there's lots of nice elements. I personally, it's not the most cohesive look I've seen so far. And the story's not as clear as some of the others. Because I, I definitely think she's going for Medusa with the petrified head. Okay. But um, the makeup gives me more Voldemort, mm. you know. But I can see what she's going for, like a, a serpentine reptilian sort of face. Yeah. And she's thinking outside the box and she's going for a different take on that. Okay. Sugar... 
as very pretty. Sugar's missed the brief, I think. She's giving me just classic lolly, classic Lolita, um, kind of uh, doll aesthetic. Um, she's, I guess she's done a few little stitches over the mouth and that kind of thing. But Well, that's not fair because um, Miss... Who, who wore the lovely gown? Malaysia wore an amazing pageant gown and just put makeup on the face. Okay, and she's doing the same thing here. How come she missed the brief? I kind of said Malaysia did as well. Did you? Yeah. Roll the tapes, everyone. Um, I think this is even... Well, no, it's, it's the same. It's the this, same. This one makes more sense to me than Malaysia's because this is... We all know about the, the scary doll. It's like a kind of Annabelle. Yeah, this, this makes more sense to me than uh, a lovely gown what? with a face full of makeup so i i don't think she missed the brief i think though if you're gonna go for spooky doll annabelle kind of thing there needs to be more distressing or like more muted colors this she looks new she looks fresh out of the box she doesn't look like she's been hiding in my attic for years well if it was nelly's attic um it would It'd look be like pristine that. yeah pristine. But, uh, this yeah. was your sister's attic <laughs> this is this is very correct <laughs> yes. so uh let's just <laughs> And now we got Spice. So Spice is giving a slightly more successful version of, I think. Um, and she's probably performing it a little better as well. So this is very goth lolly, but also there's a Tim Burton twist in there. Um, you know, I, I, I think this is a more successful take on what Sugar was doing. I liked what Sugar was doing. I liked it. We've seen Spooky Doll done before um, somewhat more convincingly. Oh, um, um sherry pie sherry pie did an amazing yeah. sherry pie did terrible things but it had great runways <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she had money <laughs> I mean, no you're right fact, you her know. um her broken doll look that she it did was very was very good amazing mm -hmm. um amethyst uh so this is lady gaga at the 2009 vmas isn't it yep um paparazzi was she performing I don't remember. Um, I'm pretty sure. So this is an accurate kind of recreation of that. I can't remember who designed it. Um, but she looks cool and she performed it well, like the blood work and stuff. Mm -hmm. What about Aura? Um, this is this is cool. I like, I like how she's giving us this kind of, um, you know, from the front is an elegant velour fitted gown. And then from the back, there's this like spinal cord detail. Very, oh, very nice. Alexander McQueen. Love the performance as well. It's mm. a business in the front and party at the back. I like <laughs> I mean, this. That's, that's the party I do not want to go to. Okay, Tom. <laughs> okay, we get it. We get it. No, I mean, because she's got her back. Right I know, Tom. She looks beautiful. Some people though. are into that, okay? <laughs> You've never had a grinder hookup where that's what they're... they're I'm, I'm, oh I'm kink-shaming. Kink I'm kink-shaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't kink-shame on this podcast, mm -hmm. okay? All right, there's, this, there's a runway, the amazing runway. There's a, first of all, who's your favorite look? Give me your favorite looks of tonight. I love Sasha. I love Lucy. I love um, Anitra. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love the idea and the camp of, of Selena's, and I stand by that. Um, those are probably my faves. Oh, and Aura looks really, really pretty. I like uh, my, mine is Ori and um, Sasha. They're my favorite looks. Um, mm, Sasha looks stunning. Does this change who's in the bottom and top for me? No, there's no way that Lucy's not the winner this week. Lucy's got a great runway, and she was the best in the challenge. Uh, I don't know who they're going to put in the bottom, but it is going to be other sugar spice. Well, no, first of all, spice is definitely in the bottom. Joining her could be sugar. It I could be Ori. It could be Estides. It could be Malaysia. It could be Robin. 
But for me, differently spice. I've got a feeling Malaysia and Robin are just going to be safe just because they didn't do anything that like sucked hard. Okay. You know? Yeah. But do you uh, agree with everything else? Yeah, I think sugar and spice are going to be under a lot of scrutiny today. Okay. Let's have yeah. a see. See what the judges say. The other judges. <laughs> Congratulations, Lucy, which you always knew was going to be the very winner this week. strong episode for Lucy. She was very much deserving. It couldn't have gone to anybody else this week. Well, really Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was very close, so we can't, we'll give her props. Marsha and Mistress were, were in the top, and they were both fantastic, and we both recognise how fab they were. But, like, Lucy really blew everybody out of the water. Now, the bottom three was exactly what we said. It was Ori, Sugar and Spice, and they've chosen Sugar and Spice to be the bottom two, the lip sync. Now, the, this is a gag, and we, we know that the show has been itching to put been, the two of them in the We bottom knew together. straight away when they walked in together, we knew when they were cast, they were going to lip sync against Absolutely. each other. Absolutely. Now, first, before it was even said, I was I was saying, this is very choreographed, and then yeah. it was it was very obvious that it was that they've done this before. That there mm-hmm. was a five, six, seven, eight. That it was choreographed, and um, he. I, in terms of song choice, like I can't imagine the twins, I may be patronizing them here, but I can't imagine being very familiar with the work of Pat Benatar before this. So I couldn't see them like feeling the rock and roll. So they did like a literal performance of running and hiding, didn't they? That's where they went. I mean, if, the, if it's choreographed, they know the song. So well, and, no, they, and it was no, no, choreographed. I mean, they, they, they know the song because they listen to them beforehand. They give them a list of lip syncs for the the season oh okay do you, you think do you think that they've got choreography for every single song because they don't use every song they'll give them like a list of like 20 plus songs yeah but and they're only using like what but eight ten these two they're smart girls they knew they were in the bottom two and then they'd have prepared a bit of choreo mm. when they were you know untucking and all that um what do we think? I mean, I'm I am a bit. I'm very much the Carson Chrisley. You know, after the lip sync was finished, Carson did the whole "Do we collab?" It was unusual. It was unusual. Wasn't it was it? nice. It was different. It was unusual. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who. won. I guess Sugar tripped a couple of times. So Spice stays. I suspect that what will, I can't I can't call it based on their performance because they were identical. And that's not to disparage them as twins. It was literally an identical performance. Yeah. They both performed the same, which is a lot of the fingers. That's when I noticed. It was literally everyone. I want you to know this. In the first 10 seconds, mm. I was. I said. He did. I, I said, they're doing the same thing. They're performing the same. They're doing this. Mm. And I'm like, is this choreographed? And then, then it was very obviously like later on, like halfway, just before mm. halfway, it was, that it was choreographed. I'm going to have to choose a winner. For me, Sugar did trip a few times so if i had to award a winner it would be based on the cleanliness of the performance so i would give this to spice and i think that you would agree i i do yeah 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 let's have a see let's have a see and spice stays we say bye to sugar it was such a like tearful heartfelt they're both such sweet kids Mm. um and it was it is sad to see her go it just I just couldn't see them getting past Snatch Game. I really couldn't. I couldn't visualize it on my vision board. Um, one thing I will say, it was so, so sweet of, of Sugar to say, I'll be cheering Spice on from the sidelines. I could see how tearful she was as well. But for Spice, I really want her to take this opportunity to see what it's like for her as an individual. Absolutely. And a Absolutely. On her own. Yeah. So seize this opportunity, Spice. Come on, girl. I want to, and I'm very curious as to how she is and how her personality 
blossoms as an individual uh, yeah. without her support system there. Now she's on equal grounds with everyone else. No one else has their sister there. No one else has their support mm-hmm. system there. Everyone else has you know, already been for that vulnerable spot of being yeah. alone in a foreign place. She has not had that yet. So I want to see how Spice takes this. And I hope she just takes this moment and just takes advantage of it and just mm. really you know, puts her stamp on the competition as Definitely. spice, you know, without any other condiments. Spice girls. Okay. Just spice. Spice girls. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you guys join us again for another episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to tell a friend about the podcast if you like it. Remember to write us a review. Mm-hmm. Thank you so um, much. On Apple or Spotify, everyone mm-hmm. else that you have to write reviews. Make sure to follow us on our social media, as much as our Twitter. Yes, which I'll is be our... posting a lock imminently. Which one will it be? Instagram. And that's it. Yep. Make sure you join us next week. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.